0: Thank you for tuning in to Get Driven Podcast with Dr. Kelly Scott. Today's episode, Dr. Kelly will be talking about the art of strategic prayers. Dr. Kelly will share with you 11 purpose-driven prayers that can enrich and empower your life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Kelly. Now, we'll join Dr. Scott in session. Prayer is, conversation between you and God. That's what prayer is. So the first prayer that I want to discuss with you that I'm sure most Christians aren't aware that there are several types of prayer. Um, And so I want to focus in on the first prayer, the prayer of agreement. Okay, so God intended for us to have strategic ways to get what it is that we're asking for answered. And this is the way he communicates. And it's a communication that is so special that you and God have together. And so the first one is the prayer of agreement. And so the prayer of agreement is when you are praying um, and asking for someone to be in agreement with you when you're asking for something specific. And so I want to use the the scripture reference, Matthew 18, 19. Uh, Jesus introduced the prayer of agreement uh, when he said, Again, I say to you that if two of you, agree on earth concerning anything that they that that you ask that it'll be done okay um, by my father in heaven and so you see that for the prayer of agreement to work the people involved in the prayer have to be in agreement okay and so you cannot know what someone else wants uh, when someone is believing for and God cannot answer your prayer For someone else okay or against his or her will so the prayer of agreement is key it's very important that you must be sure that the person with whom you are agreeing is in line with what you're asking for okay so if someone is asking you to pray the prayer of agreement with them um, you want to know specifically what it is that they're praying for make sure that it lines up with God's Word okay and you absolutely must make sure you are in perfect agreement about what your prayer request is before you join in with another believer and so the prayer of agreement is usually with a person that is like-minded that is a believer okay and so believers always stand together in the prayer of agreement and so you don't want to be in a prayer of agreement with someone and they want you to believe for something that is on the opposite of how God operates, okay? So somebody may say, well, you know, I want you to stand in agreement with me um, to cover someone's household. That would be a no-no. So you would never want to stand in a prayer of agreement with anyone that is asking you to stand with them That is on the contrary, that's on the opposite of what God's word stands for. Okay, so that's the prayer of agreement. So the second is the prayer of faith. That's the second, the prayer of faith. And so now the prayer of faith, also known as the petition prayer, Is the prayer that most people think of when they use the term prayer. And so the petition prayer is between you and God. And it's as if you're asking God for a particular outcome. And so now I want you guys to write down the prayer verse uh, for the prayer of faith, which is very key. And that's going to come out of the book of Mark. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. And the key verse there is when Jesus says, Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, here's the T now, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So that's the prayer of faith. And the prayer of faith is really key in your belief system. It's that you truly believe what it is that you are praying for. Okay? The rule that is very important, and here's a here's a real powerful key that you need to have. So there's, there's the rule to consider, which is a key. And so it's when you pray, not after you pray, not when you feel something, but when you see something. When you pray, the moment that you pray, this is important for the prayer of faith. You must believe that you're gonna get what it is that you ask for okay and it's based on your faith that's why it's called the prayer of faith and so it's faith belief adding into what you speak you have to have it in your thoughts and in your heart that you believe and have faith that you're going to receive it and so Hebrews 11, 1, the word of God says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So your faith is the substance. Now get this, grab this. Your faith is the substance. It is something real. It's something tangible. It's the evidence of things that you cannot see. So now I want to unpackage a little bit this text that I just gave you for the prayer of faith so we talked about mark 11:24, 24 right and so I want you guys to know that it does not say when you will actually see the results of your prayer it does not tell you how long it will take uh, for the prayer result to appear and this is where many uh, believers they get hung up at And so I don't want you to lose the point because the text is clear what it says. It tells you, um, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Okay. And so that's important that um, we understand that it starts with believing. And so when you pray in faith, God immediately gives you what you pray for uh, in the spirit realm. But in the natural world, due to, you know, number of factors, it may take time for the answer to manifest itself. But you got to really believe that God is going to answer your prayers Um, He's going to answer you. And so he is going to answer your specific prayer in line with his word. And this is what I said to you, uh, you know, a little bit back. I said, make sure that your prayers line up with his word and it doesn't contradict how he moves uh, his being um, and the words that he speaks. Okay. But it's your faith that's gonna bring the answer out of the spiritual world, all right, into the physical world, so that's key. So scripture does say to to, to, to us um, according to your faith, all right, so make sure that your faith is intact. The third prayer that we're gonna talk about is the prayer of consecration and dedication. And so the prayer of consecration and dedication, um, I want you guys to look at Luke. Um, go to book of Luke verse 22. I mean, excuse me, chapter 22, verse 41 through 42. And this is where the scripture says, "And Jesus was withdrawn from them, Peter, James and John, uh, about a stone throw, and he knelt down and prayed, saying, "Father." If it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And so the prayer of consecration and dedication is when Jesus was praying, uh, in effect, if there's anything other uh, that you are in expectation of and um, you want God to reveal his will to you, that would be considered the prayer of consecration and dedication and the key for Jesus and for us is not my will but for it to be God's will to be done and whatever it is that you're praying for okay so it's very important that the prayer of consecration and dedication it works when you have um two or more godly, uh, alternate alternatives before you, and you're not getting a clear sense, uh, about a situation, then that's when you going to go and ask God for his perfect answer. Like God, what is the perfect will that you would like for to happen in my life? Okay. So you would pray the prayer of consecration and dedication. Okay? So if you are believing God to do something for you, uh, uh, if you're having a hard time making a decision for a job or something something similar, you would pray the prayer of dedication and consecration. And then you would say, Lord, if this is the job you want for me, let it be your will. okay? So that's what I'm talking about. and we'll come back and we'll unpackage things a little bit more, but I just want to you know get these things before you, okay? continuation, part two, from the series, The Purpose Driven Prayers. Number four, prayer of praise and worship. So, the prayer of praise and worship is you are not asking God to do something for you. Um, This is a little different. So, the prayer of praise and worship is You're not even asking God for direction. Um, You're not dedicating your life to uh, whatever it is that you believe God has called you to do. But your focus is to praise the Lord. Your focus is to thank Him for the many blessings and the mercy that He's been showing you in your life. Okay? And so you want to basically just tell Him, How much you love him. That's what the prayer of praise and worship. That's where you just let everything go. um, In your life. Where you just want to just take the time. And just give yourself to the Lord. Just put your praise in your mouth. You just want to lift your hands up. And you just want to really just let him know how thankful you are. Okay. And so... Um, Let me give you a scripture. So look at the way Jesus prayed in John 11 verse 41. um, When he was thanking his father. He said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Um, And this is the prayer when he was in prayer regarding Lazarus. And that's the story where Lazarus had passed and he had died. And Jesus had brought him uh, back to life and so in in that prayer the Lord's Prayer Jesus was uh, speaking um, And he was talking to his disciples and he was saying when you pray to your heavenly father in heaven You shall you know speak in Blessings, okay, and so when you are in a prayer of praise and worship You just want to lift up your spirit To thank God all right and so that's very important that when you do get into that space of praise and worship you only want to focus on just releasing um, that prayer of Thanksgiving okay so in Philippians 4 6 the word says When you pray daily and give thanksgiving Uh, in the beginning, we should be giving him praise for expectations, for the things we ask for. We want to just praise God for just who God is. Okay, we want to praise God for everything that he has blessed us with. Okay, I just need you guys to understand that the prayer of worship is so powerful because it it focuses on God and it focuses on you thanking God, okay and what he has done and so that's very, very important that we keep that in our hearts and so a lot of times we get away from lifting up our praise to God and so I just want you guys to really uh, grasp that 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 is a key um, prayer. And I I want you guys to really understand that and, and, and start using that because when you open up your mouth to praise God, you know, the, 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 the church is really clear when they say when the prayers when the praise go up the blessings come down all right so i want you guys to get in right standing with that number five i want to talk about the next prayer the prayer of intercession okay and so now the prayer of intercession is very important too because that's where you're going to be intercessing for someone else, okay, and and that means that you're praying for others, and that's you interceding about a situation. So that's the prayer of intercession, and intercession means you are interceding, you're acting in prayer on behalf of someone else. That's it, and the person may uh, be incapable of praying for themselves. And it could be because that person is has a drug addiction. Um, they're having, you know, mentally challenges. They could be confused by demonic uh, influences. Um, even under the influence of demonic doctrine. So, therefore, you're going to be the person that is the intercessor. You're going to be the person that's involved and praying for that specific person and that specific subject okay so that's what the prayer of intercession is and so in first timothy 2 1 uh, jesus serves as our example that um he was the intercessor okay and in First Timothy 2 1, all right. And so we have to know that John 17 is a prayer of Jesus on behalf of his disciples and all believers. So we got to know where scripture is, where we need to go to when we're not clear about leading as an intercessor and praying for someone, okay. So I want you guys to really understand that it's key. Um, to be an intercessor, where you stand in the midst for someone, you stand in the gap for someone. Um, you, You know, you're basically bringing enlightenment To that situation on behalf and and this is why I'm teaching this subject because it's so important that we are able to help when we don't know what to do for someone become an intercessor and start praying through um, whatever challenges that particular situation or that person is going through okay And so um, there are a lot of great things come out of being an intercessor where you're praying um, like Paul. Paul made it plain that he prayed regularly. Uh, The Apostle Paul, he spoke about that he prayed regularly uh, in the book of Ephesians 1, uh, 15 through 18. That's where Paul was speaking and he was saying, he said I, I i heard of of your faith in the lord jesus christ and for the love of the saints do not cease to give your thanks uh, for you making mention of you in my prayers that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him and the eyes of your understanding be enlightened all right, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And so Paul makes it plain that he prayed regularly for the church. Okay. And this is in Ephesus. So he was praying for the people. He was praying for the saints, um, for them to receive blessings. Um, he, 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 he wasn't, um, you know, talking, um, you know, from a different point of view he was speaking from a perspective of intercession that he wanted to see good things uh come to the church to the people of ephesus okay and so i just want you guys to understand too in the philippians um in the book of philippians philippians 1 3 4 um, where where the Philippians the Scripture talks about I thank my God upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine making requests for you with all joy and the fact that Paul was making intercession the fact that Paul was in the mix for others and so that's why it's important you know that we become prayer inter. Assessors, prayer intercession uh, for other people. All right. Now, six, this is really important. Number six is very, very key. And I need you guys to really, really uh, get this because this is something that we should be learning to do. And I'm going to be um, having a conference and I will let you guys know about that. And um, it should be coming up uh, at the end of of this quarter, which is the fourth quarter we're in right now, and that's the prayer of binding and loosening. And that's a spiritual warfare prayer. And I, I just want to just kind of talk a little bit about it. And that prayer is found uh, in the book of Matthew, um, chapter 18. And this is where Jesus is saying, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And so he's saying again. I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that you ask, that it'll be done for them by my Father in heaven. And so there's a lot of nuggets in this um, particular scripture in the statement that Christ has made. And so we we have authority to bind and to loose um, things that have been, you know, hindering us, that have been holding us back, things that we know that we may not know how to deal with, but God has given us the ability to pray and bind and loose things, okay? And so we're going to talk about that uh, during my conference. I hope to see you at the conference, okay? And so let's continue on in um, understanding the many types of prayer, Okay, so I want to talk about, as we move on, I want to talk about praying the Word. Okay, pray the Word of God. That's number seven. I want you to know that that is a very powerful prayer, when you pray the Word of God. And so when you pray the Word of God, you pray back what God has spoken to you. You're going to learn to pray the promises that God has said to you, where God has said that you are the head and not the tail. God has told you that that you are special to him. God has spoken that you are the apple of his eye. And so when you pray, praying the word, you're praying back what God has spoken. Okay. And that is very important. When you lead in your prayer and your personal prayer time, you should go in, get your word, get your Bible out, start highlighting the promises of God and start praying the word. And so when you pray the word that opens doors for you. Okay. So I hope you guys learned something from Uh, the purpose driven prayers and um, I look forward to speaking with you guys a little later on um, as I continue to share things that have been uh, on my heart and teaching okay so it was been a blessing and remember I want you guys to understand this like And share this podcast with others because it's important. Because together we make each other stronger and better as believers and human beings. God bless you. Until the next time, follow me on social media, Dr. Kelly Scott. God bless. Again, it's on you.